My mind has been going over and over and over what me and Roxanne had talked about. Roxanne called Amir a pushover, kind of a baby in a way. <laughs> um, and I didn't see that at first. And so like I'm like going through it and I'm like, could it be that maybe Amir is just afraid of his dad? I mean, I know that he definitely is not unafraid of his dad, but could it just be that he's afraid to disappoint him? Could it be as serious as Amir says it is? And I take Amir at face value for his word. You know, we don't have any secrets from each other. But at the same time, too, I know Roxanne to be a very... I trust her instincts is essentially what I'm trying to say. And when she told me that, it put something in my mind that made me go, hmm, maybe there is more I can do. Maybe I don't just have to let him go. So I think about it. And on the ride home, I'm looking at him. And I want to say something, but I'm afraid to. And when I say, I've seen Roxanne, like, call things from a mile away. Things that, like, nobody else is, like, privy to. She has, she has really, really good instincts about people and their motivations. Um, and so, like, I can't just discount what she says, even though I feel like I know Amir. I do know Amir better than her. This really kind of stuck with me, maybe because in some part of my mind, I was thinking the same thing too. Maybe. And I always say this, now this might be a little problematic, and this is going to be a really blanketed statement. So incoming, working at the gym has taught me a lot about human behavior. Um, but also too, I think even more than just anything, working around women at the gym has taught me at least that the consequences for not paying attention are greater. And when I say I trust Roxanne's instincts, like, I really do. The next day was a Tuesday. It was, a, oh my God, it was such a wild day. Like, and it was like all, be, all in the morning. I get into work and like shortly after I like get myself set up and get ready to work, like I hear yelling coming from the offices. I'm coming from the outdoor, I'm in my office, and I hear yelling coming from outside of the offices. And I'm like, oh, oh, what's going on? And I go out, and Jordan's getting into it with some member who's um really big guy, really, really big guy, and I think probably on steroids. Um, and, like, they're having a shouting match, and I see the guy stepping in to, to hit, not to hit, but to step in on Jordan and like I jump in between and I tell Jordan like to chill out because he's escalating it like he has a mouth on him and he'll talk back um and also too if he hits the guy I might have to fire him which in hindsight might not have been a bad idea but no I wouldn't I honestly me and Jordan have been cool there's been nothing crazy going on and he is extremely discreet extremely like down low would be mortified if anybody found out about you know what he does. Um, and so I don't have any concerns, at least at this point, I don't have any concerns about whether or not he's going to spill any of our beans. Anyway, I hear the shouting. I run out there. I jump in between and the guy's going the fuck off on Jordan. I have no idea what they're, what he's even upset about. It's just like unintelligible, almost unintelligible name calling at this point. Um, you know, 
all things that denigrate somebody's manhood, you know, basic stuff. And Jordan's yelling right back at the guy. And I jump in. I tell Jordan to go. I have a seat in the office. And like he slowly but surely backs off. And then I pull the member aside. And I ask him to tell me what happened. Turns out this guy was sneaking into the gym. He was a lead of Jordan's and Jordan recognized him. Guy didn't end up signing with Jordan. He walked um, and was still using the club after having a guest pass. And he had a membership to another one of our clubs, which um, you have to have a special membership to go to our particular club. Um, and he was had been sneaking in for about getting away with it for about two weeks and Jordan confronted him and was like bro you either need to buy or you need to get out and then the guy goes off he's pulling out his phone he's trying to record people and I was like bro you need to chill you know good and well you don't have a membership here like you can buy a membership or you can leave it's it's pretty plain and simple but I'm not I don't have it in me to escalate this with you today um and the guy was huffing and puffing but he walked away not a big deal not a huge deal. And I went to go talk to Jordan and he, I was just like, you good? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm sitting in his office at this point. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, it's kind of sexy the way you stepped in between to like protect me. And I was like, shut up, dude. Like, seriously, please shut up. And then he was like winking at me. He was, he's totally messing with me because he knows, he knows that, um, well, first of all, he knows that I, the position that I'm in and I did something that wasn't, you know, on the up and up with him. But at the same time, he knows that I know that he doesn't want his secret to be out either. And so when we're in private, sometimes he'll mess around like that. Other than that, it was just busy for the sake of it's a Tuesday and it's just busy. <laughs> our, our crowds in the mornings are large and they're full of like a lot of, a lot of, not all, but a lot of um, like an older crowd. And then midday is usually very quiet. And then it gets really turned up in the afternoon. The after work crowd comes in around the five, six o'clock hour and lasts till through till about eight o'clock. And it is absolutely bananas at that time. And so, you know, midday of the gym rolls around. And of course, it's my favorite time of day. Um, and not just because, you know, that's the time Amir comes in to work out. I just like it. I like the chillness. It's, it, feels like a, it feels like a time of day where there's so much optimism for what the day could be. You know, it's always bright, beautiful. Not a lot of people around, but really nice eye candy shows up midday at the gym too. Anyway, this day, Amir shows up. To work out like normal. I mean, he does have a membership. He's a member, you know. I can't tell him, hey, don't come to my gym anymore. I mean, I could and he would listen, but that would be, I wouldn't want to do that. And he works out. And I'm minding my own business. I get off a tour showing some, um, showing a client around, somebody who um, has a business and is thinking about setting up a corporate account. I show them around and it's almost like, to the moment. And I think Amir timed it out because he saw me on tour with them. And he's like, okay, he'll probably wrap up around this time. It's great timing. Um, Amir hits me with the text. Come meet me in the shower. Now, 
I know I talk about Amir as being like very sweet and very innocent, but he is a major exhibitionist and I didn't know it. It took me a while to learn it. Like we had messed around in the showers a few times, quite a few times, but it didn't occur mm-hmm. to me like he really likes it. Like it's a turn on for him. I just thought, you know, sex is sex is sex. No, he likes the prospect of almost being caught. And the more I get to know about him, the more I realize he has a lot of like, and I think it's because he was brought up so like sheltered that almost anything that kind of pushes the envelope, not anything, but a lot of things that push the envelope are really attractive to him. And I given up at this point pretending like I'm not going to meet him in the showers. I know it's not a good idea. I know like I'm in a position where this could be bad. But I go anyway. And I find Amir in our favorite shower. It's worth the back. At this point, I feel like it's kind of minimal risk. I know how to get in and out of the showers without it looking like. So that nobody knows, you know. And I go in. And he's waiting for me. Slowly, slowly stroking his dick. And like he takes his hair down and it hangs in his face. And he looks like a mythical creature under the low light of the shower. I step in. We kiss. It's amazing to me. It's amazing how, God, it's like he has two different personalities. When we're at home, I know I've talked about this before, but when we're at home, he's so sweet, so intimate. When we're doing this sort of thing, He's a different person. He kisses me. But it is like a trap. He's on me in ways where it feels like I have no escape. And I don't want one. And. Oh, God. He has a thing about. Choking, grabbing me by the neck as he thrusts inside of me and he loves to just rail quick and he doesn't stop he doesn't edge he doesn't any of that it's all just about this secret rendezvous type of thing for him and I like it part of me almost is embarrassed to admit that I like That, because I'm not like James. This isn't about me, like, relinquishing control to somebody who's more powerful. To me, it's more like, it's fascinating to watch the many different facets of Amir. Like, don't get me wrong. I know I should stop. I know sooner or later, somehow, I'm going to get caught. But it's like he's only going to be here a few more days anyway. Why not? Why not enjoy it? Part of my mind is wondering, are you putting yourself at risk? Is this what you do? Do you put yourself at risk when things are coming up that you're uncomfortable with? Like, is this, is this what your MO is? It? Is, this, is this how you play the game? Um, and I haven't sorted through all of that. But what I do know is that I have a hard time resisting Amir, whatever he wants whenever he wants it. 
hard for me to not do it. I want to do it all the time. And I think about it and I think about his kind of exhibitionist streak that he's got going on here. And I'm like, you know, we share a building. And so the next day is Wednesday and I go to Amir's favorite. Amir loves, okay, so we have a restaurant attached to our gym. I actually, I don't run the restaurant myself, but I am over the employees of the restaurant as well too. Like I handle their payroll, um, but I don't do like their scheduling. It just all comes out of the club budget. Anyway, so technically it's, it's my responsibility, even though I'm not the, I don't hire people. I don't do any of that for the restaurant itself, for the juice bars and stuff I do, but for the restaurant, I don't. Anyway, I don't know why I felt the need to say that. Anyway, we have a restaurant attached to our gym and, um, Amir loves, we have like these, it has like a, it's like a seared tuna sandwich thing. And Amir is obsessed with it. And it's really good for me. Okay. Like, don't get offended, but like, I have a problem seeing like, I, if I ever have like steak, which I don't really eat that anymore. Um, but if I have like a steak or anything like that, even like Beyond Meat or like Impossible Burgers, if I see pink, I will put it in the microwave and heat it. And so like, I remember me and Amir had the sandwiches once and I was like, oh my God, I can't eat this because it's like, it's like very well seared, like tuna, but you know, it's pink in the middle. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't eat this. And I take it into the break room and I microwave it. And Amir's just like, that is so disrespectful. (laughs) And I was just like, I, listen, I, I can't do, I can't do the pink. I just can't do it. Um, anyway, it's not important. I get Amir, the, sandwich that Amir likes and I take it to him and I go up to his office um which consists of me having to exit the building and go through a different entrance and I take it up to his office um and I exit his floor I've only been here once and I go up I've never seen it like where it's like I've never been into the actual building or into the actual office space where there's people around and it's all hustle and bustle and whatnot. And I didn't imagine that it would be so active, but it is. And I go to the front desk and I start to say, you know, I'm here to see Amir. And like these guys come out of nowhere and they're like, Hey, what is it? What do you have in your bag? Like, what is that? And like, um, food. And like, they make such like a big deal. Everybody in the freaking office stops and looks at me. And Amir, Amir happened to be out of his office and he's like, hey, 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 he's with me. <laughs> it's like total, total like turnaround from like when Amir was in. Anyway, Amir's like, he's with me. And then Amir's like, hey, how you doing? And we go back to his office and I said, I brought you lunch. And it's like, oh, thanks, babe. And like, I don't know. I don't know. All the guys that I've been with. The girls too. Never had a boyfriend before. And it feels better than I thought it would. I was always afraid of, listen, if I was talking to somebody and they seemed like they were too into me, I would shut it down. I would pull the friend zone out of my back pocket really quickly. And set it up and me and me and Amir just kind of happened I mean there were other people like for instance Miguel of course (laughs) who I was by that time I was like 
oh no, like I really like you. I really want something with you. And Spencer as well too, which even, I don't know what's going on. Listen, I was in a weak place with Spencer. Um, me pursuing Spencer was out of weakness. So I don't even want to talk about that. Um, but with Amir, it's like, I want this all the time. What do I got to do? What do I have to do to have this? And it's weird. When Amir escorts me back to his office, I see people like looking at me like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? And listen, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't enjoy that. Being next to Amir makes me feel bigger. I like it a lot. Anyway. Amir takes me back to his office and he's smiling and he's like, so what do I have the pleasure of this visit? You just came by to bring me food? And I was like, yeah. He's like, let's take a look. And so he opens it up and he sees what it is and his face lights up like a Christmas tree. And I'm just like, I, if I had to pick one thing about this man that I, I can't just pick one, but for the sake of saying, his joy, his ability to express his joy, not only is it a turn on, but it's one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. I love it. I love him. I didn't actually bring anything for myself. And Amir's like, you didn't bring anything? And I was like, no, I just wanted to see you. And I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to like initiate because I, it's his place. Like, if it was my gym, it's different. If it was, you know, at home, it's different. But this is his place of work. And he's just looking at me, and he's eating. And I look at his door, and I say, does that lock? And he's, like, munching on this sandwich, and his eyes go wide. And he, like, jumps up and rushes to the door and locks it. And he's all over me. He goes to his desk and he pushes a button. And then he looks at it, almost like he's double checking to make sure he pushed it. And he pushes it again. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he walks over to me and he kisses me. Now, Amir has like huge glass panels for like his office walls that look out onto his main floor. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, that makes it one way so that people can't see in. And I was like, oh, fancy. And we just start going at it. And we're kissing. And he's stripping my clothes off of me. And I'm doing the same thing to him. And we're making out. And we sit down in his chair. And I'm just grinding up against him. I'm just like... I feel like there's a level of intimacy. Like, it's funny. I always think that intimacy when it comes to sex is about, like, the tender stuff, kissing, you know, cuddling, all of that stuff. With a mirror, it's that too. But on top of that, a mirror... Okay, just take this with a grain of salt. I can be a slut with a mirror. Like I can say and do 
and behave in ways with a mirror and I don't feel dirty. And to me, it's a, it's a new level of intimacy that I've never felt before. Make of that what you will. Anyway, like I'm grinding up against him and I'm doing all kinds of things and I can feel him like bursting out his pants. And I look out his window, out his window of his office, they have like, it's like, like this patio, this really large patio. And it has some things out there and it overlooks the city for the most part. It overlooks the, it overlooks, it overlooks our portion of the city. And he's got like this whole wreck area outside of his office that is an overhang and it's outdoors. And like, it's really nice. Anyway, we start going out there and Amir gets me entirely naked. He keeps, he takes his shirt off, but he keeps his pants on. And we go out onto the turf that's out there. My hands are hanging onto the side railing and I'm looking down at the street. And we're in a tourist part of the city and there are people crawling everywhere down below us as I slide down on top of him. And Amir is sitting ass to grass, legs wide open, hard as a rock, and I'm just riding him and grinding him. And I'm careful not to look, you know, not to draw attention to myself and not have a million cameras point directly up at the mirror's building. <laughs> um, so I'm quiet. I'm quiet as I ride him. So after we're done, and after a million assurances from Amir that people in his office can't see us because <laughs> I can see them, but he did something and it's now one way. It's, it's a non, you know, you can't see through it. Anyway, I don't know. Um, and nobody's like pressing their nose up to the glass or anything like that. But after we're done, we're just sitting out in his office, in the patio area of his office. And Amir says, you know, what if they don't like me? And what he's talking about is tonight is the big night. Sam, James have invited Amir over to have dinner. And Amir's going to meet Thomas. And I'm nervous, but I have no doubts in Amir. Amir is freaking out in the way that Amir freaks out, which is basically to say he's quiet and worried. And he's like, finally, he says to me, I hope they like me. And I give him a kiss on the cheek and I say, they're going to love you. So I'm already at Sam and James's house. And James is, oh my God, James is dressed up. And I told Amir, like, just come casually. Like, don't even like worry about dressing up. <laughs> so he's going to be pissed. He's going to be pissed. No, uh, so anyway, James is super dressed up. Sam is dressed up. I'm dressed like, nah. You know, nice pants, nice dress shirt. But also, too, I, I know Amir, like, he doesn't know how to, like, dress down. The most dressed down he 
ever gets. We can go for a walk on the beach and he's dressed in something very nice. The most stressed out he ever gets is if he's working out. And when Amir shows up, Sam rushes to the door. James stands and walks over to the door, you know, very astute um, and very poised. And I just sink in my chair. Like, I know Amir said that he's scared, but I'm shitting bricks. And it's like, for what? Amir's a great guy. It's just, it's such such a big, I feel like my family is coming together for the first time. This is a, it's a, feels like a big moment to me anyway. And Sam opens the door and everything just hits in slow motion. I'm watching everything. The door opens. Amir's standing there. He's got a bottle of wine in his hand. And Sam, without prompts or, you know, anything, just throws her arms around him and hugs him. And Amir has a very serious resting face. And I can see his cheekbones starting to rise. I can see the smile coming on his face. And then James, who's always very, very professional, always very, like, well put together, always very controlled in his mannerisms. Like, you know what it's like, too, especially if you're a guy who is hiding the fact that, you know, he's into guys. And so you're fighting off every little answer gay that you can. Like, that is like James to the fullest. Like, he's very aware of what his body's doing at all times. And I see James just like, fully embrace Amir in a hug. Not a handshake, a hug. And I got Thomas with me. And Amir looks through James, looks through, looks through James's embrace, embrace, and sees me holding Thomas. And I see his eyes light up. And he walks over toward me. And I stand up. And I'm holding him. And Amir looks down at Thomas. And Thomas looks up at Amir. And his little delicate baby hand, he just reaches out. And grabs Amir's nose and coos. When I tell you it is insanely sweet. Like Sam is just beside herself. Sam is very like, she's very, anyway, that's not important. But Amir is just taken. I can see it in his eyes. He's taken. And I can see his eyes filling up with water. And I said, do you want to hold him? And Amir just nods. And he takes Thomas in his arms. And he's just looking at him. Dinner went well. I knew they'd love Amir. There's nothing not to love. 
And Amir knows how to, even in situations where he's uncomfortable, he knows how to game face through anything, but he doesn't have to. I see Amir being open and smiling and laughing like he does when he's with me. And I'm stepping back out of this for a moment. And I'm looking at my family. And I'm saying to myself, I got to have this. James and Amir, honestly, I love seeing them together. It's hot. It is hot. And I'm talking about when I see seeing them together, like just talking together. After dinner, they went out into the backyard and we're having a conversation, all business stuff. And I'm like, when I, listen, when I step away from the desk, business goes out the window. I don't want to hear it. Um, but I did watch them and I watched them talk. And I was like, this is something. This means something. We work, the four of us. It works. And I just love to watch them do it. I love to watch them standing out on the patio, just talking. I walk Amir out to his car. I plan on, you know, going back to his place later. Um, but we didn't come together. And I walk Amir out to his car. And we don't even have words. I think we both feel the glow, the joy of the evening that we all just spent together. And there's nothing to say. I walk him to his car and we stop. We're standing there for a good five minutes and we don't say anything to each other. And as he's taken in the night air, he looks back down at me with his serious face and just says, wait for me. That night, I go back to Amir's place and we don't even have sex. He just takes me in his arms and he holds me differently than before. He just holds me. He holds me like I'm precious. Like something that he won't let go of. The next day's Thursday. Normal Thursday. I go into the office. I'm working. And I go down into the locker room just to do a day around. My my housekeeping team member for the locker room is on a lunch break. So during that time, I generally spend a lot of time in the locker room. Um, And when I get back to my office, there's people in my office. People dressed in suits. And I'm like, who is this? And I go in there, and they're smiling. And I say, have a seat. And I recognize it's Ryan who says, have a seat. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I can feel the fire in my stomach and the ice running through my veins. And I sit down. And he says, we wanted to let you know you got the job. I got another promotion. Hello to you and happy anniversary. I am, it's, there are times where I'm like, oh no, absolutely, this has been a year. But there are other times where I'm like, how did this come up so fast? It seems like I just started this. It seems like I just like pulled out my phone and was like, I do not pray on straight men. You know what I mean? Um, And now I'm just like, 
wow, we've been doing this a year already and there's still more to tell. Um, <laughs> um, and I just want to say thank you for being here this far. Thank you. Like when I tell you the five star ratings are helping so much to push the podcast to a wider audience. I really wish I had pushed this sooner um, because it does. It helps so much. If you're on Apple, well, let me start with Spotify because that's, I use Spotify for podcasters. Um, but on Spotify, rating the podcast, following the podcast helps out a lot. Um, on Apple, rating the podcast five stars, leaving a comment helps a lot. Um, I've been going back through the episodes and because like, you know, not everybody listens at first. So like if you respond to like my questionnaires down below the episodes i'll see like the first ones first but then i have to go back and check the for like people who come after and are commenting but i am i'm reading all of those and i really do appreciate the feedback (laughs) i really do appreciate the feedback thank you so much for everything um check out my link tree below for all the ways to reach me or like the other things that i'm doing right now (laughs) i have quite a few things that i'm working on right now um and i will try to keep this link tree up to date and active and I'm active in all of the places that you'll see on my link tree again thank you so much happy anniversary 